0: Hello everybody, this is Chris from CSS Tricks with video screencast number 54. This topic this week is going to be FLIR, so check this out. Maybe some of you have seen this before. This is the homepage for FLIR. I've been calling it FLIR, but they say right here on the homepage it's pronounced FLIR. It's called, fa- It's what it is, is Facelift Image Replacement. Probably even more of you, if you've heard of this, you've probably heard of SIFR before. uh, That like lowercase s i f r. We covered that a couple screencasts ago. I can't remember the exact number. We can just look on the videos page and see that. It's just a a way to use custom fonts on the web. If you're sick of just using, you know, Helvetica and Georgia and Lucidia Grand and, you know, Arial and these just the like core eight fonts on the web. Obviously, as designers, we desire to use more fonts than this. Uh, uh uh there's these are a couple of technologies essentially hacks it's not ideal but it's a way to use custom fonts on the web right um cipher i want to cover the basics of what cipher was before we can get into this so we can illustrate what the difference is and why you might use one or the other this was and that ended up being the demo page for the cipher right and it, see this font up here this is avener this is a uh uh, uh. You can't just use Avenar on the web. You know, you can't count on it. So this is a header and it's been replaced through Cipher, uh, uh, and, and here it is. And you can see that it retains the selectability. You can see that uh, uh, with Cipher, I can control the size and the colors of it with CSS and stuff. Cipher works with a combination of basically three technologies. It needs JavaScript because JavaScript targets the elements on the page and figures out the the size and what it needs to replace and deals with that, and JavaScript then calls Flash. Basically there's these SWF files, you know, the, the end product of what Flash makes, that contain the font information. So JavaScript figures out what it needs to replace Sends, sends this flash file some information about the text that needs to replace flash renders this little mini flash file And then javascript puts that flash file where it needs to be It's it's pretty amazing. I mean you can see here that it works And the, the big bonus of using it is that it still retains its text selectability, which is pretty huge really um, The downside of it is in both of these technologies If you don't have flash or you don't have javascript uh, they'll revert to just using regular fonts. It's not like choosing to use Cipher or choosing to use FLIR uh, uh, is going to, you know, is inaccessible, is going to be ruined if you it don't have one of these technologies. They do fall back, and that's fine. The deal with Cipher, though, is it does require both of those two things, both Flash and JavaScript, which makes it rather heavyweight to use. It's not a super light thing to add to a page. And, uh... Well, that's about it, and it, it, that it's it's not just that super easy to use. First, if you want to use a custom font of your own, you need to have Flash, first of all, because you need to fire up Flash and, and do the things you need to do in, the, in that Flash file to get it to work, and it's just a little tricky. It can be a little freaky. I'll tell you the reason I'm doing this in the first place is because I had a website that I'm working on, which I'll ultimately show you here, and I wanted to use a custom font on it because the font has a big deal to do with the... Uh, the company and the choices we made aesthetically for them. So I went to Cipher right away because I've already used it. I had my own tutorial to follow, you know. I couldn't get it to work. I was <laughs> I was doing everything right. I was following my own tutorial. I'm sure if I spent a little more time on it, I could have got it to work. I mean, there's something weird. I couldn't get the SWF file to to go right, and then the text just wasn't appearing on the page, and I was pulling my hair out. That kind of thing. I was like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to learn this other technology. I'm gonna go check it out and I used FLIR for the project, and it, <laughs> it had its own little quirks and took me a while to get going, but it was worth it, and I think the results are nice. The big difference with it, so this is cipher here, the big difference with FLIR is that it doesn't need Flash. It's just JavaScript only, and the images are are created dynamically from a real font file using PHP, and PHP is a server-side language, so it doesn't depend on the client at all. It's not like... Clients can disable PHP. You know, it's not like that. It's a server-side language, so it doesn't need Flash, and you don't need Flash to use it on your end either. So that's kind of the big difference here. I think I think ultimately it was a little a little easier to use. I Think in the future that I think I could uh, uh, easily swap out a font, real easy, with FLIR, That would be a little harder to do with Cipher, and it's just I don't know. It was it was easy. So we're gonna look at how to use it. This is the home page of it, right? Enough of me talking. Wanna see some stuff, right? Let me reload it so you can see. They have a couple examples down here that you can watch happen. You know, this is just regular web text, and then you can hit update and it'll work its magic and replace it with the image, right? This is this is FLIR at work. Although of course you won't need to click on your side, it'll just happen automatically. So go ahead and click download now, and this will give you FLIR 1.2 at the time of this creation. Downloaded right to my desktop. You can open this file, and this is what you get. There's some information about what you can do with these files. There's a cache folder. There's a config file. The JavaScript to make it work. Uh, All kinds of stuff they give you, right? They also give you a couple of free fonts with it that are uh, freely licensed, I imagine, that just come for your own. Maybe you want to use them. Maybe you won't. But these definitely work with FLIR. Anyway, uh, so let me introduce you why I wanted to use this project and how it ultimately turned out, right? So this is going to be for uh, a client at work at Chapman Design that they do CAD stuff. They're like a CAD consulting agency. It doesn't really matter what they do, but here we... um, created this uh, some print work for them a lot of times that we do this we work from print work and this is a pdf a four-page pdf that just has their new style that we created for them the new logo we created for them uh, and just setting up some aesthetics here. These will ultimately be printed and mailed out, I think, that kind of explains some of what they do. It's four pages. It's a lot of text, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's a little boring text. We tried to spice it up, but just visually it's pretty striking, you know, Which and, and we tried to make the text as readable and accessible as we could. So this is the, the PDF that we're working from that was given to me to, to kind of create the website based on it um Some of this font stuff is custom, but you'll see a lot of these headers use a special font um, that we used called Function. Uh, you might look at it and be like, "That's Futura," which is much more common font. It's not. It's actually Function. So I have this Photoshop file you can take a look at. Uh, Futura is on the top here. See the word Envision, the name of this company, has a. A lot of v's and n's so like the v's and n's and w's and anything that has uh point to it on the letter in futura are have these really hardcore daggers on them you can see below it's super super similar isn't it function it's just a little more chilled out it doesn't have those daggers but it still has stuff like the perfectly round o so anyway, this, this function we've decided is kind of going to be the main envision font. So we want to bring as much as what we can from the print stuff that we're working on for them. This isn't the only thing we're doing, but uh, just bring that print look and this whole look to the web. So if we can, and rather than default to just Arial or Helvetic or something that's probably the closest but not really near that, I'd like to just use function if we could. So that's where I tried to use Cipher and uh, 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 just got frustrated even though you know i could have get it i'm not telling you cipher doesn't work and i'm telling you really they're both pretty cool and you should just you know make your own choice i'm not making any judgment calls i'm just introducing this one so this is what their website we have a, a dev website up for them and this is what we ended up with you know it brings over some of this look from the from the pdf's quite well actually and the, and the, the navigation is, is, is largely based on what is happening in their print work and uh, uh, so anyway this is what their website looks like you can see all these titles here's a title here's a title here's a title these are all coming across in function uh, and they are images but they're not just like images that we cut out and put there these are dynamically created on the fly uh, using FLIR so let me see if I can do a hard refresh, and you can kind of see, you know, this may be one of the negatives, but you can kind of see them being replaced as the page is being built. I'll shift refresh and see if we can get it to do that. Ooh, that was pretty funny. That was a weird one, wasn't it? That like kind of scrunched up. See if I can get it to do it again. Anyway, it's just a second. I really don't think it detracts from the web page all that much, although if we could figure out how to not do that, that would be ideal. Anyway, it works. Here it is working. Let's see how we actually got it to work. So, remember all those files that it gave us? It gave us this folder, facelift 1.2. I'm going to jump over into Coda, where this web project exists. Uh, so, here we are, and I'm, I'm logged in, and I'm at the at the root of, of where this website project exists. You might notice all this stuff in here. This site is powered by WordPress. A lot of the sites, I just reach for WordPress right away. I know that it's not really a blog, but we're going to put some blog-like elements into this. Uh well, I can cover that really quickly. See um let's see if we just go to the home page here. There's some recent news, training events and workflow. These are different categories I set up in WordPress so you can Uh, Jump over to this, and you can hear some more FLIR in action right now. This is all created by the blog. These are just different pages in WordPress. It did make sense to use WordPress for this project. That's what I got going on here. So you get the bonus of seeing how FLIR works within WordPress. But So just at the root, you can see it. Here's the folder that I downloaded. I just uploaded it right here to the root of uh, 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 this web project. It's the same stuff in here. Um, let's open the fonts folder, you can see that these are those, those fonts that it came with, but you can see here's function is living in here now, uh, that's the only addition to this folder is this, is this font file, so let's talk about that for a second, this works with, you see the file extension on these .ttf, that's a true type font. As it turns out, this is where the little hiccup that got me is, let me open my fonts folder. I have this, I keep all my fonts kind of alphabetized, and I organize them in a few different ways, but I'm actually in the middle of dealing with all this. Uh, Let's see, on on a typical, on a Mac, a lot of these fonts that I have are PostScript fonts. You see all these fonts are, they don't even have a file extension. Oh, that kind of sucks, but... Because with Windows compatibility, anyway, it's a pain that they don't. Uh, that's how my function file was, too. It just here, here it was. It was this, but it didn't have this OFM file extension on it. It took me a while of searching around to figure out that I needed to give it that that an OFM is indeed a PostScript font, but I believe it's the, the Windows. I don't even know what it means, right? But what I needed to do was get this PostScript font converted into a TrueType font and I was googling all around trying to figure out it's not as easy as it seems to do there's not a lot of as it turns out there is a tool to do it and it is free it just took a little coaxing so uh let's see I'll open up it was called it's called font forge and it's free just google for font forge otherwise I'll have a link to it along with fleer and everything else I mentioned in this video on the page let's see if I can get it to open up open up font forge oh it's minimized here mm-hmm. Look at this. Let me get rid of all this other stuff so you can just see the the magic of how crazy and weird this interface is. I don't know when this was created or what, but it's like this crazy retro awful interface. Um, but I had the I had the the PostScript file here, and I was trying to open it in FontForge because FontForge has the ability ultimately to uh, to save this thing out as a true type file this this little program can do the magical conversion of postscript to true type but i couldn't get the thing to open the postscript file and that's what ultimately i landed on is i had to force give it this ofm extension then i was able to open it up and here's the the window wow it actually worked and then from here i was able to to save it out as a or i don't i don't remember what i did i used export or generate font there's some kind of way i'm sorry i don't have the details now but if you get this you should be able to figure it out got the postscript file open was able to save it out as a true type file and that is what flir needs it needs a true type file to work and it ultimately did work so that was one little hiccup but uh now i i have the true type file and i uploaded it i'll go back to coda here i uploaded it into the fonts folder so it's just living amongst these other fonts that it came with So what do you need to do to actually get FLIR working and targeting those things on the page and replacing those headers like they're supposed to? Well, there's a couple things that you need to add to your page to do it. Basically, the only thing that you need to add to your actual web page, it's not like you got to give every header name a class to target a lot of times. Anyway. Let me open my theme WP content themes. This is the theme that's that's styling our site. And I'll open the footer.php. That's what I have open right here. This creates the, the bottom of every page in WordPress, you know. Hopefully this WordPress stuff isn't confusing you, but you can see the end tag for the body and the end tag of the HTML right before the end of the body. You need to add a couple of script files. You need to load up the flur.jfleer. Keep calling it FLIR. It looks like FLIR. I mean, FLIR.js file. So we have a start the thing with a with a slash back up to the root here and go into our facelift folder and load that JavaScript file. Then, then fire off a couple of functions. The init function, which needs the path to it. This is very important that this path needs to be set correctly to where facelift lives, which you can just get from right above it. and then fire off the auto function. And auto basically just says replace all headers, H1, H2, H3, H4, H5. You can here, instead of using auto, specially target different elements. If it's not headers that you want to replace, it's something else. Or if you want to give a limited subset of headers you want it to replace, but auto will just take care of H1 through H5. So that's about it. That's all that you need to do on your actual, on the files that create the web page for it to do its thing but it's this it's the setup for config <clears throat> the, the the flir config that we need to adjust to get it to uh, use the correct font and stuff so here we are on the facelift 1.2 fuller that we uploaded to the root here's the file config dash <laughs> and this is you need to change a few things in here if you want to n- use a new font like I did. It, there's these three lines that targeted certain fonts, the ones that it came with. So fonts, you can see it's it created a little array here. Illuminating uses this font file, artofilluminating.ttf, and these other two fonts. And then I added an extra line, just added an extra part of the array that says fonts function uses this the brand new TrueType font that I created. If you have fonts that are already true types that don't need any conversion, great. Upload them to the fonts folder and, and create a new line targeting it like this. I also made the default font use function. That's about all that you need to do here, I believe. I just needed to, to, to set up the config of FLIR here to have to, so that, that, that the word function is a new font that it knows about. Now, so I've added it to the page. You know, I have all my paths set correctly. I've made this new font. Now in the CSS file for the theme, I'm able to use the, the uh, I can use function. Well, let's just open the CSS file so you can see it. Here's all my headers, H1 through H5. I declare a font family, and now I'm able to declare function as the name of the font family and it will know what to do with it i could have done that before too only it wouldn't have found it on the computer and it would just default to Arial instead but now with all this fleer magic cooking it knows what function is and knows to use that particular font knows to trigger the image replacement and work it's super magic in the background and work on that so That's it. I'm able to use CSS then to style these things. You'll notice, uh, let's jump back over to the web, you can see that this header has this dull blue color to it, and this has a bright blue color to it, and this is small but uses a different color blue to it. These are just different headers. I can pop open Firefox and take a look at it. Uh, This is a H2. This is a H4. This is a H3, you can see it. Uh, So uh, you can see that those colors, they're not being set anywhere in the JavaScript or anything like that. It uses just regular old CSS. So I'm able to set the size and color and even uppercase. I could apply, you know I could align the text to the right. I could put letter spacing in there. FLIR will honor all of this just regular old CSS and do its thing. So this is where if I wanna change the color, let's just give it a shot. Let me take my H3 elements here and I'll take away text transform. And I'll jump back over to the web and these are all little H3s. Let me shift refresh and it should. Yeah, you can see now that they're replaced, they no longer are capitalized. They're lowercase now. It, And these are images now. You see that the, one of the differences between cipher and this is that this text is no longer selectable. This is literally an image now created on the fly and replaced, but it's still an H2 element, you know, so you're not losing it. You're not losing any accessibility for one thing, because it'll fall back. If you don't have JavaScript, it'll just use Arial instead and be a regular web font. <clears throat> I guess that's all I meant to say there. kind of lost my train of thought. That'll happen sometimes. I'm going to go ahead and put that back, though. Save it. I kind of like that they were uppercase, so I'll reload the page. And there we go. It's so nice, isn't it? I think it just looks nice. It was pretty easy to use. If I wanted to change this font, I would just find another TrueType font or find another font that I like in another format and convert it to TrueType, upload it, change that config file, change it in the CSS, and I would have a brand-new font here. So that's how it works doesn't have the selectability but it's just as accessible and it's you know it's search engine friendly it's it's all good like that it's it's actually it's you you might think to oh god so on this page it's got to create one two three four five six <clears throat> seven eight at least eight different images every time the page loads is it is that uh strenuous for the server for php for one thing no not really i mean i i imagine php uh can handle it I mean, I I guess, I mean, I don't expect this site to see millions of billions of visitors anyway, so I'm not too worried about it. Just loading for me was fast there. But I'm extra not worried about it because FLIR has caching built in. Let's see this cache folder. Make sure you get permissions on this. And where's my permissions folder? Just a second. There it is. Make sure that it's writable by the server, which... Uh, yeah, by the user, it's writable here. I'll open up the cache folder. Hopefully, it's full of stuff. Yeah, it has. Well, the whole point of this is, yes, it has caching built in. So once it's built that file once, I'll, I can reload the page here, and you won't have to see them being built again because they're already cached. It's just going to boom, grab them. So, so, so caching is built in. It doesn't have to build these images uh, for each user on the fly every time and st- stress out your server that way. Only if something it notices something has changed, then it will not use the cache and recreate it. So, Caching built in, using custom fonts, doesn't need flash. Quite a nice little alternative to Cipher, I think. So hopefully I didn't ramble about that one too long. It was probably a little too long, but that's what you get from me. Sorry, folks. I know people complain about it sometimes, but that's just me. Uh, I'll have links to all this stuff in the show notes. Remember last week we were talking, I introduced to you and they weren't launched then but I just went to the site just before I started shooting this and it looks like they're launched now. Welcome to Web3 Jobs. They're going to be sponsoring ScreenCraft for a little while here. They are a new uh, a job board website. So there's a couple of these out there. This one is really super nice. I think. Let me just jump around a little bit in the in the in the interface so you can see it work and just how kind of thoughtful the interface is and how slick everything kind of jumps around. But it's not just eye candy AJAX. I think it's just really nice. Uh, Check out some freelancer postings here. Probably some of these are you guys's, are <laughs> you guys from from last week to check this thing out? Uh, let me just click on this one. You get to post your own little. If you're a freelancer, you can jump on here and post your own uh, uh, little profile of yourself, what you're good at, what you do, where you're located. Look at this little Google Maps integration, slick. Post your email so people can get a hold of you if you are. An employer looking to hire some people, you can post jobs here into, into different categories of who you're looking for. and you know people looking for jobs can come here and look through these categories and find people they're looking for. I think it's just a really nice interface and I just like industry specific job boards period. I think it connects the people, the exact people that are, that are looking to hire people to the people that are <laughs> that have the skills it's it's the perfect connection you know i said last week it was like i think like 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 alaskan fishermen should have a website like this too people that own boats that people that and fishermen so that that it's not like taking an ad out in the newspaper where it's a shot in the dark if the right person's going to read the ad it's like i'm taking out an ad on a web-related skills site so that web-related skills people can look at the ad and hire the job. You're going to get a way better response rate on Web3 jobs than you will taking an ad out in the newspaper. So definitely just check it out. I have some more coupons to give you for a free posting if you're an employer and want to post a thing on here. Or if you're a freelancer and want to post your profile and get some eyeballs on you and, and hopefully get some work out of the deal. Email me again at chris at css-tricks.com, chris at css-tricks.com, chris at css-tricks.com. And if I have any coupons left, you'll have to ask fast, first come, first serve. I'll have some coupons for you to post a free 30-day job posting on here, either as a business or as a freelancer. So. Hit me up and i'll do that for you there's cipher again here's the, the crazy font forge program that did the trick for me with the crazy interface anyway that's it for this week folks i will see you later next time bye bye